to another episode of Where Are The Webs, a.k.a. Keeping Up With The Webs, the Webs Worldwide, Worldwide Webs, King and Queen of the Three-Day Weekend, your favorite mm. auntie and uncle, mm. all that, all the mm. nicknames, mm. all the AKAs, King and Queen of the Carnival Cruise Line. Keep it up with the webs. All that. Yes. Welcome back. Hi. We in here on a Monday, ready to go. Oh, uh, yeah. G2G, good to go. Let's Charged get up. into it. Charged up, powered up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody got their. Let's toast. Let them hear it on the microphone. Clink, 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 clink. You hear that? It's fresh ice cubes in the drink. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm. So, we back. We are here. Yes. Bringing you the news, the topics, all of our stuff every week. Yes. Shout out to uh, everybody that's been with us from the beginning. Shout out to all the new listeners. Hi. We appreciate you. Uh, again, just to give you a little background, this kind of started off, yes, we wanted to do, it's called Where Are The Webs. There is some travel aspect to it, but really we just talk about whatever we want to talk about. So we got a lot of topics to talk about this week, uh, but before we get into any topics, for those of you who may be new, we always start first with mm-hmm. the attitude of gratitude. We are nothing, but if if nothing else, we are grateful. We are grateful for you who continue to listen, so like, subscribe, so share, whatever you do. We are grateful for everything that we have so far, for this, uh, the little success we've had. So we are we never want to be um, unappreciative. We always want to show appreciation. So, Start out with our attitude of gratitude. Aggressive gratitude. Aggressive. Gratitude like, like we don't, with an attitude. We don't take gratitude lightly. Like, we will... Punch you in the you. face with oh. this gratitude. Oh. Like nicely, gratefully, lovingly, lovingly hits you in the face. Aggressively, with this lovingly, lovingly aggressive. Yes. With love. And it's all it's always love, man. Anything, <laughs> one thing you gotta know about us, it's always we spread love. Lots spread of love. love. It's not a euphemism or something. We just mean what? why you gotta make it weird? Just say, just, <laughs> just say you show love, bro. Just, yes, we appreciate. We show gratitude. love whether you love us or not. We love you more. Yeah, that's 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 our weapon. Like if if you don't like us, we'll love you. <laughs> if you do love us, we're gonna love you even more. Jesus says, "Love, love your enemies. Hey. Love thy enemies." I don't. I don't even know if we really have any. And we're not about to become those people that just make up fake ass enemies <laughs> and haters. Pretend haters. They hating on us. Who? <laughs> I don't know Who anyone rooting like, for my downfall. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't personally know. People swear they got haters, and I'm like, who? I don't know. I, I mean, if you just like rapping along to the songs that talk about it, then just say you like rapping along to the songs. Who hating on you, bro? Who I like rapping along to songs and pretending. You got fake haters? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, somebody wants. Listen, bro. If I got haters, I don't know them. People I, like I don't saying, know I got enemies. Got a lot of enemies. I don't. They like going for that, that Drake stuff, you know? 
They don't get they don't get you anywhere. I don't think that really. But anyway, anyway, thank you. Yes. Thank you to everyone who listened, like, share, subscribe, follow, commented, hearted, all that good stuff. And if you don't know where you can see us, like see our faces, see our lives, see what we're doing and what we're up to. You can follow us on the Facebook, where the webs, where the webs on Facebook, on the Instagram, you put it all together. Where the webs, where the webs on Instagram. Additionally, on Instagram, we are at shells and drums. Shells and drums. Working on that. Soon come. More shells and drums. It's stuff already there. You can go watch what's already there. Mm-hmm. But we got more in store for you. Same for the YouTube. Where the web's on the YouTube. It's already there. <laughs> it's there already. We just... New content Shit. soon come. But you if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Please. Yeah. Por favor. Individually, I am at Psyching Out Loud, P-S-Y-C-H-I-N-G, Out Loud on the Instagram. You can find me doing yogi things at Phenomenal Yoga, P-H-E-N-O-M-E-N-A-L Yoga on the Instagram. Additionally, you can find my business page, Mindful Living Counseling, LLC. Mindful Living Counseling, LLC on the Instagram and on the Facebook. Sometimes you can find me on the Snapchat, L-U-V-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y, Love Therapy. And you are. Once again, and for the newcomers, I am Marcus Webb on everything. On my love. On on everything I love, I am Marcus <laughs> Webb. On my life, on, on everything I love, I am Marcus <laughs> Webb. Uh, Marcus Webb on Facebook. Marcus yes. Webb 1984 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Marcus Webb 84 on the Snapchat. Uh, follow us. Also, don't forget... We have an email. If mm-hmm. you would like to send us some feedback, if it's just some uh, you know constructive criticism, uh, some restaurant travel recommendations, thoughts, um, feelings, opinions, topics, whatever it is, hit the inbox. It is where are the webs the number one at gmail.com. Where the webs one at gmail.com. Hit us up. We look forward to hearing from you. Because as All of right. right now, we have no no feedback, no check your Yeah, I'm tired of the spam. I'm tired of people coming in trying to sell me uh, co- courses. You know, I'm not paying you $1,500 for you to try to teach me how to better use Instagram. I learned, <laughs> I learned by uh, fucking up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about to pay you $1,500 hey, for, for your... Uh, but- for your not co- knocking the hustle. No, I ain't knocking your hustle. It Somebody just, needs it. I just it. ain't got it for you right now. Okay. And also, I'm tired of y'all spam people in our inbox who I don't know if you're going to be able to, like, are you really going to break me? You really going to, ex- like, star breakers or something? I don't even know if some of that shit is real, so I'm always skeptical. I might be missing out on a blessing. Uh, so. If it's for you, it's for you. True. But mm-hmm. uh, hit us up on our Instagram or Facebook, please follow. We have been in, uh, we have been working recently this past weekend with our favorite photographer, Marcy Renee Photography. So just know there's some fire pictures, some great, great photos coming. You already know how how it goes. For those of you who've been with us, you know how it goes when we get together with Marcy, Marcy Renee Photography. You know it's going to be. Great. That's M-A-R-C-I-R-E-N-E-E, photography.com. Marcy Renee, photography.com. 
Check her out. Look, for your uh, your weddings, baby showers, uh, whatever it is you have coming up. If you Just are in need of pics. photos, you need a new some new family pictures. Don't go Good to shots. Olin Mills. I don't even know if Olin Mills still exists. Um, R.I.P. Olin Mills. Is it? Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> book Marcy Renee Photography for you. Marcia Renee Photography for your next photo session. Yes. She is. Uh, a lot of people think Marcy is located in Augusta. Marcy is not. She's not. She is not. But she will travel. Yep. For for the right situation. Send talk, my friend talk some to business. Talk See what's up. Send my friend some business. All right. Topics. We are here. So, first of all, because Mr. Webb mentioned it, we have... New followers and things like that. People who are just jumping in. And we always tell people, you don't don't feel like you have to go back to episode one and start there. No. you Podcast, this isn't one of those like storyline things. You just this, jump in. Come this, in this wherever you are. If you power. scroll back and see a topic that you're interested in, just click on it and listen to it. This ain't Watchmen. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, You don't you, have you to just, watch you can come in, in order. You can start this process start at any if you want to start with this current episode and then work your way back that is also possible yes so in that vein we're going to reintroduce ourselves allow us to reintroduce ourselves my name is Ho- okay i couldn't help it i was, i wanted to do it tell them who you are <laughs> so i am mrs webb one half of where the webs one whole of me okay i am a licensed marriage and family therapist that is a fact. I am registered with the state of Georgia, so it's not no bogus licensure. Um, L-M-F-T. Yes. Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist. A-N-A-L-M-F-T. <laughs> um, I've been practicing since 2011. I have had a private practice for the last three years. This is my third year in private practice. Um, I've worked in a number of places, number of areas. And I'm also a certified yoga instructor. I'm an adaptive yoga instructor. Certified, meaning there's like a, a organization that issued a certificate. Yes. Like it's official. I didn't just go watch. She didn't just go watch some YouTube videos <laughs> and then decide like I teach yoga now, right? Like she went through a class, paid to get a certification <laughs> in yoga. I, I didn't look at it and say, that looks easy, and do it on my own, and then be like, no, I can do it for other people. Went through weeks of classes. <laughs> it was a lot. Um, I am a 250-hour certified adaptive yoga instructor, and adaptive means that I can tailor yoga to fit the needs of the people in front of me. So when you come to my yoga class and I say it's beginner-friendly, I legit mean beginner-friendly. Um, we're not going to be... St- putting your feet on top of your head, flipping upside down and doing all that crazy stuff. I am, I call myself a plus size yogi because I am a plus size woman and I understand what our bodies may or may not be capable of and that you have certain limitations. Even if you're not plus size, your body can have certain limitations just based off how we're built, how we're made and the things you've gone through in your life. So I do all of those things. And Mindful Living Counseling, LLC, is my business. So, that's me. And we'll talk about us. But I introduce myself, you introduce yourself, and then we talk about us. Boom. Individually, mm-hmm. I am Marcus Webb, the visionary. So, <laughs> no, for real, this all started, like, from a dream. It all starts <laughs> with a dream. 
um, Marcus Webb, not um, not my nine to five. I am a trainer. I guess you would call me a corporate trainer. I work for a small uh, cable phone and internet company. So my background is in training, like I just, mostly sales. I have uh, been a salesman for, I don't know, for, since I left college, okay? Um, and I teach other people how to sell, how to talk to people. Um, so that's my kind of nine to five. That's what pays the bills. Um, yeah, so uh, other than that, I am currently seeking i have two you know kind of passions or dreams that i am currently pursuing i would like to be a certified coach uh working on that not mm-hmm. just life coach you know what i mean because it really doesn't take as opposed to lmft life coach i could just declare myself a life coach and i'm a life coach but i am really seeking certification as a coach when you are a coach i mean that means not just life coach that means business coach executive coach uh, sales coach, right? A certified coach. That is one of my passions. Also, I am pursuing my license uh, as a real estate agent. Not necessarily because I just want to be a real estate agent, but I am just interested in real estate, period, right? Um, looking to <clears throat> not just assist others in the buying of selling of their homes, but also to acquire real estate myself. My goal is to acquire like buildings and, you know, real, real estate, you know, so uh, to build generational wealth, word to Jimmy Howard. Um, So, yeah, that's me. Uh, What else? So the web's together as a collective, as a unit. Together we got this podcast. For those of you. (laughs) (laughs) We just found each other randomly and that's how, no. (laughs) I mean, but currently we have this podcast, but. We've been uh, we've been together really since 2002. We really found each other. The we found love in a hopeless place called Georgia called Southern Bro, University. Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we met we met in undergrad. Um, we started dating randomly. Uh, it was like an unofficial official thing. I tried to leave. He did. I tried to leave. Several I mean, times. if he really, if he really wanted to leave, he could have went. I'm just, <laughs> I ain't saying. I'm just saying, tossing my hair. <laughs> um, we've been through a lot. Like we, we went through undergrad, which had its own set of challenges. Woo. Um, me in graduate school, we lived separately for a period Woo. of time. Um, we've been, Shit. but we've been broke together. Yeah, we have. We have been broke together. Um. Just been through a lot, a lot of ups and downs, trials and tribulations, as folks say. And um, we got married in 2017, uh, September 30th, 2017. So this will be our third year married, God willing. Nothing changes by September 30th of this year. Um, but we had been dating throughout this chunk of 18 years. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, And somewhere around us getting married, Mr. Webb had the idea for us to create a podcast. Um, We started traveling a lot more, and we, I mean, we enjoy life. We like having fun, and we just like sharing our adventures with people, and we love taking people along with us for the journey, helping people get exposed to new things, and 
yeah, man, we're just here on the trip like you, but we're yeah. just trying to encourage you to get out and go yourself. And like none of this that we do, you see the photos, you see the travel, you see the food. It's never to just like, oh, we're trying to show off, we're trying to flex on somebody. That's not what it is. We're just trying to show it like, bro, you know us. So we can if we can do it, you can, can do, do it, it too. too. So yeah. that's all we're trying to do. Like we love for people to, you know, come along with us. We love for people to if you just want to live vicariously through us, that's fine also. But we just want to show you, we just want people, we want to feel accessible. You know what I'm saying? This isn't somebody you don't know. If you know us, you know we down to earth. So, you know, come hang out with us, party. We love we love for people to come celebrate with us. Like, we love to have a good time. Anybody who's ever been around us, you know one thing we definitely going to do, anywhere we go, we going to have fun. Like, we don't even do it if it ain't fun. So, you know, it was part of that. Like, honestly, we will tell this story. I'm probably, I'm pretty sure one day. But literally, I just woke up one day. It was a, one morning. We all getting dressed to go to our regular nine to five jobs. And I was like, we should start a podcast and we should call <laughs> it Where Are the Webs? It came to me just like that. Yes. So uh, it all started with a dream and it just yeah. kind of expanded and, you know, broadened from there. From there, you know, like we just want to do as much as we can. We we want to enjoy life while we can. Even even my my business, my private practice business. Um, because when we talk about where the webs, like you said, it's not just where we are physically and what we're doing. It's where we are in life in general, where we are on this journey. Um, because this is the year we turned 36 Yeah, and things have changed a lot. Man, life. <laughs> things change so much from year to year. Um, and it has its unexpected twists and turns. I didn't expect to launch a private practice in the latter part of 2017 but I was really pushed on by my work environment, which had become insanely toxic and unhealthy for me. And I did, I just took a chance and started doing something I didn't even really think was possible or feasible. I had planned to do it much later in my life. Becoming a certified yoga instructor wasn't anything I had planned on doing at all, really. I just started out with a 12-week immersion. Shout out to Space Yoga Studio in Augusta. I started out with a 12-week immersion program and then as I got deeper and deeper into the practice of yoga and like the eight limbs and all of the like all of the meaning behind it and the history, I saw so much value and it meant so much to me personally um, as a person who struggles with anxiety and things like that. This practice grounded me so much and helped me out. I just wanted to know more. And that's really where I started becoming got to the point of I want to become a yoga instructor and give this to other people. Because what I find and what it brings to my life, I, I was like, there are more people who need this and need to see it. And I'll be a representative. Like, let me be, let me become part of the face of yoga because yeah. what it looks like and what people think it looks like and it's supposed to be is not what it is. Right. The yeah. way it's portrayed in the media is not really what it's all about. A lot of people see the images of yoga and automatically decide, you know what, that's not who I I can't do that. Right. But you got a, a living witness right here that you can do yoga. But so that's a little background on us. Again, for those of you who may be new, um, you know, somebody just put you on, somebody just introduced you to us, or maybe you just met us. This is what we do, man. This is what 
we like to um it's not just again where like you said it's not where the webs not necessarily just always about where we're going where we're traveling but where we are in life right now so you know you can come here and you never know what you may get from week to week you know what our topics may be um you know what we may be going through but you know it's definitely gonna be something that you can relate to so always all right so just a little background on us continue to follow us on our journey uh we'll continue to put out the podcast for right now we got again the food show is coming shells and drums Woo! she likes tacos i likes wings I like I like I like wings. I like wings. I like wings. All right, so we call it shells and drums. My favorite. I I'm all drums. Not I don't know about you all flats people. I'm all drums. So cool. just continue to follow us. Check us out, man. We appreciate you. Um, so that's so let's get into it. We getting into some topics. So we week. always start out with where have the webs been? So this past week, guess what happened? I had my very first independent yoga event. Yay! We had an event. Yes, 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 yes. For those of you who follow us also, listen, man, we also love to support our friends and our family. And somebody who I consider friends, friend and family at this point is Dominique Simmons. Dominique Simmons at Toast Augusta. All right? So shout out to Dom over at Toast Augusta. We ho- On Saturday, Mrs. Webb hosted a... Um, yoga and mimosas event. First yoga and mimosas event. Yes. All right. Yes. Tell them about the your first event. of many. So, um, yes, yeah, Saturday was yoga and mimosa brunch. I had a good turnout for my first independent event. Thank you and shout out to everybody who came and showed love. Um, this is going to be a recurring event. We are booked one Saturday out of the month for the next couple of months. So, thank you to everybody. Um, we had a good and fun, enjoyable yoga flow. Um, it was 100% beginner friendly as guaranteed. There are people who came in who had never been on a yoga mat a day in their lives. And they enjoyed the class. They didn't feel like it was beyond what they were able to do. And they were able to do quite a bit. Um, yeah. They surprised themselves. And then we had shrimp and grits, chicken and oh. waffles. That's your brunch. So if you want to come to one of these events, just know that's the food you're going to get. Shrimp and grits and chicken and waffles. And you will get your bottomless mimosas. I mean, it's a deal. It is a deal. Now, listen, February 8th. Why are you not here? February 8th. Couples. Couples yoga. Couples yoga. That means Mr. Webb has to join me. I'm I'm in there. (laughs) He's obligated. He's got to join me. Um, because all of the stretches, all of the uh, asanas, I'm going to teach you all yoga a little bit at a time. Asanas, that's your postures. All of the yoga postures will be like you have to have a partner. So if you have a friend, an acquaintance, if you want to jump out there on a first date, if it's your long term, um, your partner, your best friend, your what fiance, y'all are married, whoever, Listen, bring I'm, your side person. Bring them out. Just don't get caught. Bring them out to the couple's yoga. I, I don't encourage that type of behavior. Tickets but, are available um, on Eventbrite right now. Bring a friend. Bring somebody. As long as you have a partner. It is, we say couple's yoga. It is partner yoga. February 8th at Toast Augusta. $50 per pair. $50 for two people gets you a, a, deal. a yoga session. Bruh. And 
the best brunch in Augusta. Yes. Listen, let, let me brag on this brunch. I can't brag on the yoga because she do the Why yoga. You can't brag on I mean, the, I'm, yoga. the yoga, you awesome at what you do, but I know Thank food. <laughs> the best shrimp and grits. I don't know what Chef Marcus Sullivan puts in that sauce on top of the shrimp and grits. But it is amazing. Come out and get you the best shrimp and grits you ever had in your life. Uh, plus the chicken and waffles, chicken fried perfectly over a delicious, fluffy waffle. Ooh. And bottomless mimosas. Like mimosas. Can't stress it enough. Un- until they gone. Look, right? y'all. Listen, and then I'm... I'm not talking about those mimosas that you go get from other places that are 90, 95% orange juice. Right. Right? Right. These mimosas. Got a little kick. They got a little kick. <laughs> be careful what you play in the rest of your day. I'm <laughs> that just is telling your you day. right now. Like, this is your day. Listen, but come out uh, February 8th, Toast Augusta. Tiffany, you are Toast Royalty also. <laughs> Mr. Webb giving a shout out to our Facebook Live. Thank y'all for the love. Um, but again, I have special playlist. It's going to be oh. real, real smoothed out, real Listen. sensual. Get you in the mood. It's February 8th. It's the weekend before Valentine's Day. So, you know, come, Check come this through. Out, bro. Have a good time. The couples yoga playlist. I just want to tell y'all, I, I seen a preview of the couples yoga playlist. <laughs> Is you don't have to bring your significant other. You don't have to have a significant other. You could bring your best friend. But I'm telling you, it might get real sexy. That's all I'm telling you. I can't. I can't. What we're doing is not going to get really sexy. The, the stri- it's, it's not. But the playlist for couples yoga on February 8th, it's real sexy. You're going to want to go ahead and get your tickets no, now. It's real sexy. Go ahead and Google. Go ahead, hit up your it's event. It's on Eventbrite. Bright. Book book it now. Reserve your spot today. If you follow one of us, we will be posting a link to the Eventbrite. Go ahead and get your spots for February 8th. Couples, yoga, paired yoga, whatever you want to call oh, it. Also, be on the lookout. My March event, my March yoga, trap yoga. Trap so, yoga. You want to come through. You want to shake a little something. You want to get a little ratchet, but also get your little yoga on. Hey, man, I got a playlist for that, too. We're we going to do it. We're going to have some Megan the Stallion, some City Girls. Hey, you know what uh, it is. Some Cardi B. Let's get it in. You want to do yoga to some Cardi B and some Megan the Stallion. Then in April, we're going to chill it out with a little little praise yoga. Just in time for Easter. Praise yoga. Right? To celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. (laughs) We're going to smooth it out. But it's still going to be fun. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Praise yoga. It's. Look, the music doesn't matter, man. It's about, for me, it's about getting the people into the practice. You feel what I'm saying? This is something, this is a passion of mine. And again, the people I think will benefit from this the most are not the people that I typically see coming into classes regularly. So the brunch and mimosas are just a draw for me. The music is just a draw for me to get y'all in and get y'all to experience something new and something different and see that it can be fun. It is doable. It's accessible and you can have a good time. So I was riding the high off of this weekend. Like I was exhausted because I had been stressed out about the whole thing, but it was enjoyable. I had a good time. We all had fun and it it was great. So I thank you guys. I hope to see more of y'all tell a friend, 
you know, if you can't make it yourself, tell somebody who can. So come through. I, I appreciate it. Now we appreciate everybody that did come out uh this past Saturday. Just be on the lookout for more stuff, man. Twenty twenty again, more more events, more, more life, life, more travel. We, we doing it. All right. Uh, shout out to all the the Tiffany's. I see all the Tiffany's <laughs> on the Facebook live. <laughs> all the, we got all the Tiffany's in the house tonight. Nice, nice, nice. Um, Moving forward. Yeah. Oh. Um. So let's go ahead and take a break before we get into any more topics. Uh, for those of you who are watching us on Facebook Live, you just stay right there. Don't you go nowhere. Don't you move. If you're on Facebook Live, I'm telling you right now, don't move. Don't scroll up. You stay right where you at. And then we're going to uh, take a break and we're going to come right back. All right. Hey, welcome back. All right. So we are back. Uh, now let's get into some topics. All right. What's, what's our topic this week? So I saw this on the Instagram and I thought it was kind of a fun topic. So it was a hashtag and it was posted from uh, Twitter and the hashtag was don't revoke my black card, but so all of the things that you typically think for black people and people were saying the exception. So don't revoke my black card, but so I saw someone who said don't revoke my black card, but I've never had mac and cheese. That was just Which, weird. Which, in general, even, in life, it's like you've never had macaroni and cheese. I don't necessarily think macaroni and cheese is a black thing. But just, like, a, yeah, just as a person, as you, an American. You've never had Kraft. <laughs> you've never had the Velveeta shells and cheese. The box. You've never had box any kind of macaroni and cheese. It was wild. Okay, I understand. Maybe your, you know, your mom and your grandma. Maybe nobody just did the baked macaroni and cheese with the crusty, cheesy top. Okay, maybe. But we you never, never went to a restaurant and ordered macaroni you know, and cheese. You ain't never had mac and cheese at all. <laughs> but there was some that were like, it's not even black. Um, I uh, don't revoke my black card, but I never saw Boys in the Hood. Um, don't revoke my black card, but. I can't even remember all of Listen, them. Listen, as far as black movies go, the older I get, the re- the more I realize a lot of us, as, as much as people try to, you know, group us together, the, the phrase still uh, stands the same. Like, we are not monolithic at all. We're not all the same. There are a lot of you who were not allowed to watch black movies until you watched them on your own. Myself so included. Yes. So you didn't watch the Boys in the Hoods, the Fridays, the Menace to Societies. So, I don't know if I necessarily will revoke your black card because of that. That was just more of your parents just trying to protect you. That also went for, like, certain music. A lot of us couldn't listen to gangster rap, not, you know, not with our parents knowing. We couldn't listen to any gangster rap until you got old enough to buy it for yourself. I had older you, siblings. Uh, right Shout on time. Shout out to Big Brother. <laughs> right on time. <laughs> so, me, I had to... I remember sneaking to listen to uh, Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style. My mom had that CD. Wow. She also had the wow. Chronic. Wow. 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 I'm not surprised by the Chronic. Shout out to my mother. True, <laughs> true story. I have to. <laughs> what? <laughs> true story. My mother-in-law. Here's here's a confession. Um, I don't even know if this is a don't revoke my black card. Is it's a shameful confession. Anyway, I had the Chronic, the album by Dr. Dre. I had the Chronic album by Dr. Dre. 
And when I was in middle school, I was probably in like sixth grade or something. I traded it to somebody for, I already see the look on your face. (laughs) I traded it away for Master P. You traded Dr. Dre the Chronic for Master P? Yes. I ain't necessarily mad at that. Listen, when I, Master (laughs) P came along when I got to the age where I was actually old enough to buy stuff for myself. Like, what? When I hit them, when when you hit your teens, I was and there was a new No Limit album coming out every week. Shout I out feel to like Master it started P. when we were like thirteen. Who exactly? Who but had then money you, to buy stuff? I had money. I don't know. What, okay, okay. I had. All money. right. <laughs> and I was buying a new No Limit album, new No Limit CD every week. Masterpiece, Silk the Shocker, Mystical. I even I bought like Skullduggery, Mr. Servon, <laughs> everything, every piece of trash, no limit throughout there. I wanted you had to the have the shockers, silk the shocker, and you know how they used to um have the preview, like no limit would send out the preview, and you were like, oh, that's coming soon. That Mercedes album, like we were looking forward to that one coming for a long time. If you know, you know. Anyway, <laughs> my don't revoke my black card. Here's my confession. Okay. <sighs> don't revoke my black card, but not only do I not know how to play spades, I hate that shit. <laughs> I hate the game of spades. This this is my confession. I hate spades. Uh-huh. Do what you want to. <laughs> Say what you want to. I hate spades. Matter of fact, isn't I don't have no personal feelings necessarily against the card game itself. It's the way you motherfuckers act Bruh. when you play spades. I hate the game of spades. Not only do I not know how to play. Yes, if you make me play this shit, I'm about to renege like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Don't ask me about no bidding. None no of that shit. None of that shit. (laughs) You motherfuckers act a fool. Like, I hate to see you sticking cards (laughs) to your forehead, (laughs) slapping the table all hard. I hate the game of spades. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, because I also don't revoke my black card because I also can't play spades. I just we, that, I just watched a lot. Look, I had I had older siblings and older cousins. They were not about to let me sit down and play spades with them because they're like, we ain't got time for you. Why you do you take spades so serious? <laughs> but here's the thing. What what not is even it? not even like slapping the table, but when you do that thing where you just slap a card down like super hard where it's whack, like the whack. <laughs> and that thing goes spinning across the table. <laughs> I also like Listen, I grew up around people that played cards. We played Tonk and, you know, Pit Pat. I don't know if y'all, and y'all might even know what all that is, but I, I, I live with people who play cards, would come in on a Friday, Saturday night and be there to like the next morning. So I grew up around people that played cards, but it was never spades. I never understood what the big thing was about spades because there wasn't even any money involved. I grew up around people playing cards for money. You Some know people what I'm saying? probably did play spades with money. You can't play spades for money. I've never seen people play spades for money. Maybe you do. I don't know. But I never really understood what the big thing was about spades. I hate the game. And people made me hate spades. I hate the way y'all act when you play spades. Also, along those same lines, and you don't see this one as much, but dominoes. I don't, I don't play. I don't, I don't hate 
I don't hate the game of spades or dominoes. I don't hate dominoes as much. I just know I can't play. Yeah, I don't really understand how to play. I'm not gonna be your go-to. No. Like don't don't choose me for that. No. So all of you who get if don't if you invite me to your family function, I'm there to eat and drink. I ain't there to play spades with your uncle. I ain't don't pick me as your partner. I'll play Uno. I don't even want to play Uno. Like, a lot of y'all done turned me off of card games, period. Like, I don't know. I think I got card game ADD or something. Like, I'll fucking run and stop paying attention on y'all and just start... (laughs) Just throwing out whatever. Start throwing out whatever. I don't give a shit. Like, Uno is another game. Like, I know how to play Uno, but I still don't understand how... It don't even matter. Like, I don't really care. You gotta ask the house rules. You can't just be out here willy-nilly jumping into Uno. You gotta ask. Like y'all play doubles? Yeah. How 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 are y'all playing? Because you know, it's like all, draw you stack them, like stack and draw twos and shit like that. Like what? How do you play Uno? It's a very serious look, question. You can you can look if we play Uno, you hit me with the draw twenty four. <laughs> all right, I'll pick them up. But guess what? I'm out. I, I'm done. No more. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm done. I'm I'm by this. I'm I'm. Quit. I literally in my mind I quit already. I don't care anymore. We played look, Mr. Webb and I played phase 10 with the official third wheel. And Mr. Webb was lose he was stuck on a phase for several rounds. For quite a few rounds. Man, I stuck. beat y'all. What you talking about? Wait a minute. Oh. You let me talk. Oh. I was getting to that. I was saying you were stuck on one spot. Okay. For a couple of hands, were you not? Maybe. Yes. And he pouted and he was mad and he won't play no more. But then he mounted a comeback once he started moving. Oh, then it's all good. Then he's fine to play. I'm gonna just put that out there and leave that there for whatever it's worth. If y'all wanna play games with Mr. Webb. I'm sorry, I just don't understand. Just so you know. How serious y'all If he's take, losing, he's not thrilled. Uh <laughs> these card games. Other than that, I'm black, y'all. I'm blackity black, 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 y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you, other than like spades, like I think people sometimes are surprised. Like there are people who may, like you might work with me and you know me, you know professional me, you know nine to five me, but you will be surprised how I'm a. Yeah. Blackity black. Blackity black. Straight black word to my father in law. He said, "What straight you?" Bl- he said, "What you mix with? <laughs> Nothing. I'm straight black. <laughs> straight black, straight no black. chaser. That's it. No ethnicity. He's like, are your people Jamaican? Or Jamaican or from the islands? He's like, nah, we from Georgia. We black. I don't know where we were before then. Ain't nobody in my family ever did a twenty three and me. <laughs> We don't Is know that what well your 23 and me say? Black. Hundred <laughs> percent. Straight black. American Negro. <laughs> anyway, man, what else? Um, so do any of you have anything? This is more to this is to our um African American friends. So if you have anything, you know, people tend to think that like we are all the same or we all have very similar interests. There's just certain things that, like, we all don't, we don't all have to like the same thing. I'm sure some, there's, I'm sure there's some white people who are like, I don't, 
I'm not right, in with the stereotypes listen. or whatever. Like I don't I don't fit in with the, I've seen it like Yeah. I'm white, but I'm not like kale salad white. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, this is up. Like I'm white, but I'm not like IPA drinking white. Or or you know, Hispanic people, Latino people. It's like <laughs> Listen. Look, don't revoke my Hispanic car, but I don't like ta- like something like that. Like I don't like tacos. Maybe that. Hey, you don't have to just because that's your heritage. That's your color. Hey, man. Listen, we all different. I'm white, but like I'm not like friends white. You know what I'm saying? Like you might yeah. be that person. That's fine. Listen, I'm black. That's my badge is gonna say, hey, I'm black, but I'm not spades playing black. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. <laughs> Y'all bring out the the deck of cards and you start playing spades. I'm going right. to be out. Like, yeah. I'm going to be in the kitchen taking shots or something. So, that's my level. So, do you have anything that people kind of shame you for? Hey, maybe you're black, but you don't eat the, the, the foods that a lot of people, you know, think you should probably eat. Do you do some things that you people don't think you should... I'm black, but you know you listen to rock music. You know we yeah. all different. Yeah, it, embrace your diversity. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah. Reviews. All right. So um, first and foremost, who? All right. Hold on. Before we leave that topic, just to, just to remind you all, we have an email. Where are the webs one? If you have some things that you may not, you know, that you feel may not be, uh, I guess go along with the st- the stereotypes of your, you know, racial identity, you know, send it to us. Again, she doesn't... Uh, I don't play spades, neither. She don't play spades. I don't play spades, you know. So don't rev- revoke our black card, but we ain't playing spades with y'all. All right, so next, we're going to get into some reviews this week. For those of you, again, we uh, who may be just listening to us for the first time, uh, checking out the live, listening to us on the podcast. Typically, we like to pick an album, a movie, a TV show, something, and do a review every week. All right, so this week our review is. Um, it's more Mr. Webb's review than my review because I didn't see the whole thing. Um, the Aaron Hernandez documentary on the Netflix. I will say I watched the first hour, or I guess the first part of it. Um, but I did not find, I didn't finish watching the entire thing. That was Mr. Webb. So I can only give my review from the part that I saw because I thought this, this shit was crazy. First, like, like, go ahead and give yours and then I'll give mine. It was, it was insane. It was ridiculous. Like this seemed like this seemed like something completely contrived. You know how they talk about real life being better than fiction? I, I promise you, every time, yes. real life will blow you away. There there was so much more to his story and his backstory, of course, that we didn't know. Um, but then, all of a sudden, they take this turn and start talking. Hold on. Hold on. Don't, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Spoiler. I caught myself. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. <laughs> If you have not watched it, um, you can go ahead. I mean, and fast this is forward. all public information too. It's a it's a fucking documentary. It's a documentary, but you could go ahead and skip forward uh, a couple minutes and bypass this part. Yeah. 
But they started talking about him. They brought this guy on and he was like, yeah. And we were just experimenting with each other sexually and blah, blah, blah. And I felt like that's what he was about to say. But this guy was unusual. Just unusual. Not because he was gay. That had nothing to do with it at all. It was just his mannerisms. Everything seen about this particular dude seemed... I don't know, contrived or something. It, it was, was like he felt like it felt like he was acting. Like yeah. I don't know, the rest of it may have been real, was documented, but there there are a couple people in there that they interview. He felt like a plant. He felt like, uh, yeah, he felt like a it, it like just, an actor. Like he was really playing it up for the for the cameras. But he was really a part of Aaron Hernandez's life. They had pictures of them together as kids. Pictures of them together on a football the team, like they were friends. Like they're all there's evidence they really did know each other. They really were acquainted. But he, he, I don't know. That guy was weird. They had all these phone calls of him from jail, which is kind of eerie in a way. Hearing him talk and that stuff was weird. I like y'all talking about whole murder plots out here, and you're talking um, like you're not in prison. For murder, yeah, like you, you like as though he completely forgot those phones are tapped, and you, like Girl, it's so bizarre. They tell you you are being recorded, right? When you call somebody from jail, right? And the video footage, and he was like, he called his fiance and said the box is in the closet. Go get rid of it, which is the most obvious tip off. That was a text message, or whatever. Yeah. Still. Okay, he put in a text, but it's the most obvious text, like the most suspicious text message you could send somebody with zero context before or after. And then you see her on the camera getting rid of some big ass box in a hefty bag. Yeah. What? Wild. That was yes. one part of the whole thing. So, yeah, I watched the whole thing. Matter of fact, I watched the whole thing all the way through, and then I started watching it a second time. That's just how crazy. <laughs> I was willing to watch it another time with other people. Just so I, it was one of them things like, I need somebody else to see this and watch it with me, just so y'all know how crazy this shit is. I need somebody else to co-sign how crazy this is. And like, those of us, if you're a sports fan, you kind of familiar, you followed the case, you knew some of this. But even they, they revealed some things in this documentary on Aaron Hernandez. Again, spoiler alert for those of you who have not seen it yet. It is on Netflix, Mind of a Killer. Um, I think that's what it's called. Aaron Hernandez story is three parts. Watch it, man. I'm telling you, I'm glad you said real life is stranger than fiction. Real life is better than fiction. People wonder why like, I don't watch a whole lot of movies. I don't watch a whole lot of TV shows. I like real life because there's always a real life story that you can find that is better than anything anybody could even imagine to write. Listen, Tyler Perry ain't got shit on Aaron Hernandez's story. (laughs) Tyler Perry could have never thought of this story. Tyler Perry could have never put this together. Bro, you talking about a football player who was possibly gay, got evidence that he's gay, a drug addict, murderer... Yeah. And still playing football at the same time. Still getting million-dollar contracts from an NFL team. Still playing in the Super Bowl at the same time. Right. Again, 
<laughs> if you are not familiar with the, the aspects of this, spoiler alert, this dude been shooting people for years. <laughs> that's <laughs> not, fu- it's not funny. It's I, not funny. It's, it's not funny, but you like, how long y'all were going to let him get away with just shooting people? He was in college. He was a college freshman. He 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 allegedly shot some people as a freshman in college, right? He shot some people at the University of Florida in Gainesville, Florida. Shot some people. Never got charged. Then year, couple years later, he's at this club. These dudes like bump him and like causing him to spill his drink. He's like, Shh, fuck it, I'm shooting them too. Pull a drive by, mm-hmm. shoot two people. Boom, boom, kill two people, double murder, hide the fucking forerunner at his cousin house. Yeah. Hide it there for a whole year. Listen, the investigator, the the district attorney that had the case for the double murder in Boston was like, listen, it kept pointing toward Aaron Hernandez, but we were just like, ain't no way. Nobody who has millions and who has this much to lose would just randomly, would, not randomly, but would pull up and shoot two people at a red light. There's no way he would do this. Even though the evidence points towards him, There's not, we don't believe it. And then they right. never recover the vehicle. Just so happened, you got sloppy at this last one, and they go look at your cousin house, and they find the SUV at your cousin house that was used in the double murder at the other one. Bro, it was so crazy. So much craziness. His fiance was crazy. She, you talk about loyalty. Though they asking, she was like, "Did you throw something away?" She was like, "Yeah, I threw it away." Where did you throw it away? In a dumpster? <laughs> oh yeah. No, she was like, "It was in a dumpster." And they said, "Where, Where was the dumpster?" I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so you remember some things and you don't remember other things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like then she, they were asking her about. Oh, so y'all met when y'all was 16. His dad died when y'all was 16. Yeah, you remember that. But you can't remember where the dumpster was that you threw <laughs> this large box, this large gun box. And not to not to mention that one of the people who was killed was her, her own sister's Her sister's boyfriend. boyfriend. The one, the last murder, because this motherfucker got like, he done shot. I counted. I counted. At this point, he has shot like... Five people. Five. No, he shot six people. This motherfucker shot six people before, before he went to jail. Before he went to jail, he shot six people. How are you playing football, walking around in public, and you done shot six people? Not all of them died. Three out of six died. I don't know. But, but for her, and that's what what was so wild to me, this is your sister. Your sister. Your your fiancé is on trial for killing your sister's boyfriend. You are you decide, I'm going to sit on the side of my fiancé opposite my mother and my sister. Opposite my mother and my sister. You opposed your family. Yeah. For this dude, you know his life. There was a part, and again, spoiler alert, there's a part in there where they show her on the stand and the the lawyer is asking, like, are y'all close? And she's just like, "Eh? 
Not really. I guess we you could say we're estranged. Then cut to there's a video video of you hugging your sister. <laughs> Y'all not close, but yeah, I'm 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 hugging and comforting my sister after she found out her boyfriend just killed got killed. And guess who the fucking killer is? My boyfriend. Yo, you are right. There so may wild. be some other celebrities out. If you have, if there are other celebrities out there with stories like Aaron Hernandez, this shit is crazy. Now, now what somebody said in the comments is that's her baby daddy. Yes, she did not want to mess was, up that money. That was the father of her child. So I guess when it came down to it, if he got off the charges, that you know she was living in in a mansion, living the life. He had money. That football contract, he was out here, so he signed for five years, but forty shoot. million. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. All Bro, right. So if you want to watch a little bit of drama, uh, check out the inner Aaron Hernandez documentary, Mind, Mind of, of a, a Killer, killer. and uh, get your daily dose Listen, of drama. Let me to sum it all up. Let me quote a meme I saw on Facebook. Aaron Hernandez was out here busting Glocks, oh, no. sucking cocks. Wait a minute. And ducking cops. It is crazy. Like, I'm talking about, he he's smoking. He talking about he high constantly. Not only, he's not just smoking weed. They talking about he it's laced with PCP. You know what I'm saying? He's smoking that Angel Dust, that Sherman like Helmsley. Wet. Like to get wet. Bro. <laughs> and wet. possibly you struggling with your sexuality. Plus, you done shot. How you get away? He shot people in Florida. He shot people in Boston. He shoot this dude. Yeah. In uh, Connecticut, he shot the dude he think might tell on him. He, the dude that was with him, he shot him in the face. In uh, back in Florida, and then blamed the double murder on him. He got shot in the face. Says, uh, I think that was his cousin. Yo, his, his cousin, cousin had cancer. His cousin is dying of breath. You want to talk about loyalty, man, Bruh. She had breast cancer, yep. dying of breast cancer, going through rounds of chemo, you know, exactly what comes with that, and chemo and radiation. And so they found the the forerunner at her house. So they're going to make her testify. She Instead of testifying, she's going to take contempt of court. She did months in jail because she didn't want to testify, Man. which caused her health to be even worse, Wild. where she eventually died. So oh, breast cancer. Again, spoiler alert for all of you. We keep saying. But, but still, even with the spoilers, it doesn't. Real life. You should still Real go life watch it. is wild. You can't I'm write. Telling you, you can't write anything. Nobody could have came up with this story. Nobody would have wrote this story on their own. Right. Talking, I'm telling you, a drug addicted, possibly gay, murderer, football player. Like you would have been like you would have rejected this story. Own Oprah Winfrey would have been like, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> Lifetime would have been like, hell no, nah. ain't we ain't doing that. You couldn't have you couldn't have wrote this book. Not uh, Elin Harris, <laughs> Ashley and Jaquavis. You couldn't write an urban fiction story to match Aaron Hernandez. This yeah. is better. Spoils like crazy. We told you. Still go. <laughs> you still gotta watch, watch it. it. Still watch it. it <laughs> I is, haven't even seen it all, and I'm like, I gotta watch it because still fucking this is ridiculous. Nuts, bro. 
All right. That shit is crazy. <laughs> so, transitioning. <laughs> Sorry. Also, email your thoughts about it after you watch what, it. Watch it and then We're tell the me. We're the webs you, one at gmail.com. Tell me what you think. I want one of y'all to be like, eh, it went. It, that's not that. It wasn't that crazy. So. Oh, yeah. His mom and dad. His mama. His mom. His dad. Okay. Again, <laughs> spoiler alert. So, his, his dad died when he's like 16. His mom goes and starts hooking up and takes the husband of the cousin. I don't know if you might have missed that part. I told you I only saw part one, like Listen, the very first. I'm gonna stop talking. I'm gonna stop. I will stop spoiling it for y'all <laughs> who have not seen it yet. But you need to go watch Mind of a Killer, Aaron Hernandez on the Netflix. on Netflix. All right, you got to go watch. I didn't even make it through Surviving R. Kelly Part Two, bro. I couldn't. I, we already know what. Look, going and on. if you didn't see Surviving R. Kelly Part Two, just look up. Um, What's the name? What's the girl who left? She went on IG Live. She went on Instagram. Uh, Ariel, Aviel, something yeah. like that. Yeah, she remember. went on Instagram Live and just started talking about, a it's all a sham. Yes. People been lying to cover up for him. I'm leaving. I'm out. This whole thing is crazy. Yes, he had us here since we were teenagers. I mean, all kind of crazy. R. Kelly ass, stay in jail. R. Kelly brother, stay in jail too. Like. You another level of predator. We don't even know what you up to. Anyway, next thing. Motivational. Moments. All right, <laughs> <laughs> let's bring it down. Man, let's, let's let's bring it back down. Let's land this plane. Bring we it down. we took off. Time to land the plane. All bring right. It down. But again, we um. Excuse me. For those of you who may be listening to us for the first time, every week we have a couple of recurring segments. We just did our review where we pick something to talk about each week. We also have. Uh, our individual segments. Mine is the motivation. My wife will have her motivational moment. I, I mean, not. sorry, her uh, mental health moment yes. right after. All right. So mine is the motivation. So for those of you who may not know, I am currently pursuing my certification as a coach, not just life coach, again, business coach, sales coach, uh, executive coach. I am pursuing my certification as a coach. So I just want to clarify a couple of things. I've had a lot of people reach out and I appreciate you. I'm honored to be your coach. Uh, but let's say this, though. A coach is not a therapist. That's what she does, right? So um, <clears throat> what I want to help you do is to um, be- really basically just be the best version of you. Pursue a goal. Pursue uh, your dreams. Those. That's what I want to help you do. If you have some deep-seated issues, I am not the person to try to help you through those issues, those family things, those couple issues. I am not uh, a marriage counselor. I just, I'm a person that happens to be married and that has made it almost, we coming up on what, three years? Yes. This, this year, September will be three years for us. I, ha- it's, I am no marriage expert at <laughs> all. I make this shit up day by day. I'm not either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I am not don't I am not the one to give you marriage advice. I be fucking up sometimes. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I try to be the best I can be. We all try to be the best we can be. But um <clears throat> So how does on a serious let me note ask though? You, so so how does helping me We should interview each other. How does helping someone reach their goals and achieve their dreams? How is that different than therapy? So, 
to me, you you the mental health expert, so you might want to clarify this. But to me, therapy is um, helping you to face things that you may not normally face, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, therapy is more she's more prepared to handle things like certain disorders. If you are bipolar, if that is your, your issue, you know, so you suffer from depression. Um, that is more for a therapist. So I am here for those who maybe lack a little motivation, a little accountability, a little discipline. I can help you with that. Now, again, your bipolarism, manic depression, I can't help you with that. That I'm not trained in that area right now. So that may so I want to be able to help as many people as possible, but recognize the difference between a coach and a therapist. Rec- you have to be able to recognize when you may need a therapist. Mm-hmm. All right. You need a therapist not a coach also um just side note small amount of you if you got a drug problem you may not need neither one of us you need a substance abuse counselor that is what listen i'm not gonna help you stop you know whatever substance you happen to be addicted to any addiction i'm not that's also not what i'm here for right so yes. Let me just let me just say that too. And I'm done. That's my mental health moment for this. Uh, my, that is uh, not. God damn. <laughs> I am all over the place. That's my motivation for this week, right? I am here for you. Uh don't forget, if you are interested, I am currently offering free coaching, life coaching, uh business coaching, business consulting. We can talk about marketing. We can talk we can get your business. If you have an idea, let's talk about how to monetize it. Let's talk about how to get you from good to great. You know, in the process of helping you, I also help myself. So if you are if that is something you're interested in, hit me up. But again, I just had to distinguish between coach, therapist. All right. Next, we have uh, Mrs. Webb with our word, mental health moment. All right. Um, So my mental health moment, I guess it kind of goes along with what you were saying. Um, My mental health moment, I wanted to revisit since we're introducing ourselves and things like that. I wanted to talk about um, interviewing a therapist and looking at your initial meetings when choosing a therapist as being an interview. So you're hiring me to do something for you. You're hiring me to help you. All right. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. There are a lot of licensed and marriage, marriage and family therapists. But what's the difference between a licensed marriage and family therapist, LMFT, a licensed professional counselor, LPC, a licensed clinical social worker, LCSW, a psychologist, and a psychiatrist. No lie, just saying that made me feel like I was about to tell a really big joke. Like, a, <laughs> like no. what's what MFT, LPC, and LCSW have in common? Um, so here you go. Psych- psychiatrists prescribe medication. 
psychologists do psychological testing, okay? And usually they may have, I mean, psychiatrists will have follow-up appointments with you, but they'll be very brief, typically. They just want to know if what they gave you is working, what the side effects are, and if they need to adjust the medications in any way, all right? Then you have psychologists. Psychologists will have follow-up appointments with you also, but sometimes their times may vary as well, okay? Um, usually they don't do a whole lot of long-term treatment. They'll refer you out to an LMFT, LPC, or LCSW. Now, <clears throat> as far as what are the differences between MFTs, LPCs, and LCSWs, okay? So marriage and family therapists, we're very... I guess a lot of our training focuses in on the family unit. It focuses on couples. It focuses on marriages and relationships. And that's opposed to just focusing on individuals. We're very trained in systems theory, which means we're always looking at everyone connected to a particular person. So whether all of those people are in the room or not, we're still considering everyone else that has ties to the person that we're working with if that makes sense. So I can see someone individually, and I do see a lot of individual folks, but some of my folks are married or in long-term relationships or partnerships, right? And in our individual counseling appointments, I don't pretend as though they're not married or in relationships. You know, that is for me, the other person is very much present in the room, and I'm always considering the connection between the person I'm working with and whoever they're dating or married to, etc. Um, <clears throat> licensed clinical social workers are typically skilled in finding resources to help folks, okay? That's why you see a lot of clinical social workers working with um, your community programs and organizations, <clears throat> working with defects, things like that, because they're they're like real grassroots. They're real deep into the community. You know what I mean? Natalie, I believe she's an LCSW. So um, you can see, right? Mm -hmm. It's very digging into the community, seeing what's there and connecting people with the right, here's where you go for this, here's how to handle this, da-da-da-da-da, and putting people in the right positions. Now, LPCs, licensed professional counselors, they get a little bit of mix, you know? They get um, a dab of marriage family therapy, they get a dab of the community resources, but it's they also get some um, help with getting people, I think it's employment type deals. Like they, they look at different aspects of the individual's life, you know? So like what, based off of your personality and things like that, like what career path might be best for you, um, what academic pursuits might work best for you. So they get a little bit of a hodgepodge. But the point is, even with those being our licenses, that still has nothing to do with the people that we work with. Does that make sense? Right. Like, that may be my background. There are marriage and family therapists who don't work with individuals at all, and they solely work with people in relationships. And then there are um, marriage and family therapists who choose to work solely with individuals. So don't look at the licensure and assume like that entails who that person works with. I like psychology today, 
And I like looking at people's profiles on psychology today because we'll typically lay out, these are the populations that I work with. These are the areas that I specialize in. If this sounds good to you, come holler at me and let's talk, right? But at any rate, if you're just finding someone who is on your insurance panel or whatnot, and you just have a list to choose from, go in armed with questions. Talk about what your needs are and what you need that person to address and see if that's within their wheelhouse. And if it's not, then move along. And that's okay. Don't feel like you have to be stuck with somebody just because, oh, well, that's the first person I picked and I don't feel like talking to anybody else, blah, blah, blah. I get that. I get it if you don't want to tell your story over and over again. And in order to kind of prevent that, I would say, to circumvent that is to start just by asking the questions about the things you need. Before you get all the way in and knee deep, see if you can interview your therapist or send them some questions ahead of time or ask the office clerk or whomever, hey, I have these questions, I just need to know this before I even get involved. So that way you can spare yourself from having to open these wounds over and over again. You can just get the information you need up front. Sorry, I feel like my mental health moment went like way long. Um, but I hope this was good and useful information because more and more people are seeking therapy and seeking counseling. And I think it's good to go in armed and go in with a little base knowledge. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's very vital information. So <clears throat> um it's good though. Like from both sides with the therapist coach relationship, whatever, if you're seeking someone that can help you, uh, I guess, you know, be a, be better person, you have to make sure it's a good fit. I mean, don't force it as, as for you, like as a counselor, yes, that's your business and you do want to make uh, money, but you don't want to just not, I tell you this all the time. Like not all business is good business. You also have to know when to just be like, all right, this person isn't a good fit for me. All right, so that was our mental health moment. Um, oh, these are good questions. Okay. So, <clears throat> so uh, someone asked, what's the difference? And this may be for you. What's the difference between dating or marrying someone, just someone, and dating and marrying a marriage or family therapist? Um, I think, okay, so I'll be honest. I think having married someone who... Well, she was a marriage and family therapist. She became a marriage and family therapist before we got married. But I do think it's probably helped me be a better um, person in the relationship because a lot of things that she's brought to the table, you know what I'm saying, the different... Because she, she'll read something and be like, we should do this. Uh, we, <laughs> we should also try this out. But no, I think it is also... It, it's almost forced me to be um a better partner you know what i'm saying um because she does bring these things into our home it's almost like i get free marriage counseling you know what i'm saying um like i know love languages you know what i'm saying i don't know if that's necessarily part of her being an mft but i know a lot of dudes i know don't know anything about the the love languages right Mm -hmm. so um love languages to advice to all men, love languages are very important, right? You will be out here breaking your back, getting gifts and, you know, buying the things and, you know, trying to give it a whirl when all she really wants you to do is hold her hand and tell her she's pretty. You right. know what I'm saying? So love languages, 
I didn't get it at first, but after I actually, you know, like looked into it, it actually makes sense. So stuff like that helps you be a better partner in the situation. So love languages are definitely important. So I think that may be one of the biggest differences in married, being married to a therapist. Mm -hmm. All right. It's not people like to think like she probably does therapy on me and maybe she does, but it's not, that's not necessarily the case. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Um, the other question was, um, do I approach relationships differently than I did before I got my license? Um, and yes. Yes, I do. Um, because <sighs> there's so much that I learned in my training. And like you were saying, there's so many resources and interesting reads and finds that I come across that... I can I can see, oh snap, this resonated with me on a personal level. You know, stuff usually hits me like, ooh, this would be good for my clients, this would be good for, you know, whatever situation. But I've taken a lot of stuff to heart and looked at it through the lens of, you know, how can this make our communication better? How can this help me improve our interactions in our marriage? Um, and evaluating things a little bit differently. So... I'm not trying to do therapy on myself. It happens. <laughs> Sometimes I, mean, I got to sit with myself. I have these realizations. And but you I'll, should. Everybody should. You should You should do some self-analysis sometimes. And that, right. that's, that may be something I picked up from her is just looking inside and just before I point the finger at somebody else and say, you know, it's their fault or they, they're the reason for, you know, whatever. I always look at myself. Like, what part do I play in this? And that's something I probably picked up from her. So, yeah, I do I do approach things differently now good, good than questions. I did. So, thank you guys for the questions. You yeah, definitely check out love language. That, that's a whole topic by itself. I don't know if we've done that yet. Maybe we maybe mentioned it. But, yeah, find out what your personal love language is. Everybody's different, you know, because, like, I might be gifts and acts of service and She's words of affirmation. You know what I'm saying? So yes. it, it makes a difference. All right. So that's our uh, mental health. <laughs> all right. So listen. All right. We coming in. We almost done. We wrapping up the recording of the podcast. Our last segment, again, for those of you who are, you know, checking us out for the first time, maybe you haven't been here before. We have a couple of reoccurring segments. Our last one is called Roses. We like to give our people our roses while they can still smell them. So we leave this particular segment for those who we want to show appreciation to, who are still alive, who can still appreciate it. So <clears throat> this is why we call it Roses, to give people their flowers while they can still smell them. And this week, our roses go to... Ayanna Presley. Shout out to Ayanna Presley. Um... Congresswoman. Congress Congresswoman, US House of Representative for the state of Massachusetts. Look, hey, if y'all have not seen her video, she released a video recently. It's the only thing on her Instagram right now. The only thing. Oh, um, the only thing on her Instagram, and it was posted on the IGTV for the root on Instagram, but she recently talked about having alopecia and if you've seen pictures of her she used to have singleese twists very long twisty locks um big flowing hair and all of that 
as of late has been wigs because she found out she was losing her hair. And then on the video, I mean, spoiler alert, but whatever, I guess. <laughs> I just, I'm just telling you. But, but she, she took off her wig. She took off her wig and presented herself as being bald, like just wearing her bald head. She is stunningly beautiful with uh, without hair, you know. And it was, it was just awesome to hear her. Please watch the video. It's seven minutes. Just take the time and listen to her talk about this experience, tell her story and how heartbreaking it was for her because we, we take care for granted. You take it for granted until you ain't got it until it starts falling out. until something happens to it. You know what I mean? And you'd be surprised how much identity gets built up around your hair. Um, especially being a black woman, there's all the hair up, hair down, perm or not, you know, straight, curly, whatever. And she, it, it was just giving her my roses. I'm just giving her my roses. Yeah. Because from the, the very first moment I saw it, I was like, this is, this is everything. And you could see how difficult it was for her. And she's like, I'm just at the beginning of this journey. I'm still trying to figure it out. Maybe I'll wear my hair. Maybe I won't wear my hair. And, you know, so roses to her. Yep, definitely. Alopecia awareness, man. Um, it's something that, you know, I don't know if there's anybody that, that talks about it enough. But, you know, I know there are people out there that are, uh, you know, dealing with this or going through this. So shout out to Ayanna Presley for bringing awareness to uh, alopecia, those who are um, living with alopecia. All right, so that's our uh, roses for this week. Anything else you got? Nothing much, you know. Just man, keep an eye out for for the webs and see where we're at and what we're check doing. Check us man. out, man. We uh, th- this felt like a good one. This so check it out. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we we're live currently on Facebook. Our podcast is available on your favorite streaming service. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music. Um, wherever you listen to your music at, wherever you stream music, go search Where Are The Webs. You can go Google Where Are The Webs. Hit play. We appreciate you. Just hit, give us a couple plays. Yeah, man. You know, even if you can't listen to the whole thing at once, you know, if you want to listen to it at your desk, you want to listen to it in your car, hey, we appreciate you. Give us a play. We appreciate it. Anchor, absolutely. Thank you for that reminder. Our um, we record this and upload it to Anchor. Anchor is the, the the platform. So if you are interested again in starting a podcast, check out Anchor. It, it's there. Um, it really does a lot of the whole, lot of the work for you. You don't have to have it all figured out. You know, just check it out. Just start. You you won't sound that great in the beginning. And just that's start. okay. That's all right. Yeah, just start. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't forget, hit us up. Follow us on social media. Where the webs one at gmail.com is the email address. Again, we appreciate you. Anything else? Thank you, guys. Um, everyone who came out to my yoga event and make sure go ahead and get your tickets. Couples yoga. March. Sorry. February 8th. February 8th. Couples yoga. All right, man. That's it for this week. Peace. See y'all next week. We out. Thank you.